Well, hello, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 92 of the Jake This of Jake Johansson podcast. I'm Jake Johansson. You knew that. Everybody knows that. And I am very excited about this week's episode. I'm speaking to you right now from Phoenix, where I have to say thank you to everyone who came out this weekend to see me at Stand Up Live in Phoenix. It was a really fun weekend, a really great club, and thank you so much for coming out. If you don't live in Phoenix, but you live in San Francisco, I'm going to be there this week. That's this week, April 17th through 19th, San Francisco at the Punchline. Come on out to the Punchline, or you can see me if you live in Denver at the Comedy Works, May 8th through 10th at the Comedy Works South in Denver, or if you live in Ireland, or you're planning a trip to Ireland, May 29th to June 2nd, come see me in Kilkenny, Ireland at the Sky Cat Laughs Comedy Festival. Uh, it's a great, it's a great time. It's a great country. I do love Ireland, and I'm looking forward to getting a shillelagh this trip. I'm not even sure that I know what a shillelagh is, but I think that I'm going to get one. And you probably can't carry those onto the plane, so I'm going to put it in my check baggage on the way home, and uh, <laughs> then that will that will be on display for all of you in my cabinet of curiosity, which I am now going to create in honor of my guest today on the podcast, my neighbor Adam Simon, who is also a very successful writer in Los Angeles. He has a show that he co-created or create, he wrote, created, is a producer of. He's partners with Brandon Braga on uh, the show Salem, which is premiering this Sunday, Easter Sunday, on uh, WGN. It used to be a super station, but I think that's all changing. It's still going to be a really good station. And he's got he's going to be on there. Salem, I don't know if you've seen billboards. They've got them up in Los Angeles, but you can't tell in Los Angeles if these shows are going to be as highly promoted elsewhere in the country as they are in L.A. We've got a skewed vision of the world, as you can probably tell, just by watching the news and, and seeing what all the doofuses in show business get up to. And I include myself in the doofuses in show business category. I hope you won't think me too proud <laughs> to just quickly lump myself in with the doofuses. But uh, we know each other, we're friends, and we hang out from time to time. Anyway, Adam is a fellow doofus in show business, and he's hit on, he's hit on a, really, um, a really great project that I wish him all success in. I can't wait to watch it. I've read the pilot. I thought it was terrific so Salem you got to watch that this week um, you can check out one of his other films Haunting in Connecticut if you haven't seen it and we have a conversation which it was exciting for me to get to talk to someone who I talk to all the time uh, on the podcast and kind of let you in on just how great he is and how what uh, what a what an interesting person he is. So I hope that you enjoy this week's episode and my conversation with my neighbor and Salem creator, Adam Simon. So without further ado, here we go. Is, is this already part of the thing? This could be part of the thing, yeah. Okay. This is probably, yeah, let's just, for argument's this sake. This is the thing. It has begun. This is part of the thing. Yeah. Which is also part of uh, the tradition in podcasting is someone will ask, is this part is this of it? Is this part of it? Or are we doing it now? Are we doing, and the yeah. other person will say yes. And yeah. you'll get to hear both of those things, yeah. which is, 
you know, it's part of the charm. It's part of the charm. If you could like learn a little phrase in Latin that means, and you could play an ominous chord, and you'd hear you'd say a phrase in Latin, it would mean it has begun. Ebeginium. Yeah, exactly. That's my the ritual. My best. I mean, we could look it up, but that's good enough. That's pretty good. I bought it. Yeah. Um. So I'm excited to have you on my podcast. Finally, after all these, really more than a year. Of saying that you should be on the podcast, yeah. Now I needed to wait till you got really good at it. I don't. I, was I wouldn't say you might. Let, let's pause, <laughs> <laughs> and you can come back in a few weeks. Um, so you've got a big successful show that's about to premiere on television right now. After uh, all these years of being my neighbor, <laughs> being with your neighbor failure promise. <laughs> uh, well, we don't know if it's a big success yet. We hope so. Though we're on the cover of TV Guide, so that's kind of a success. At least the word, the name is. It's got a picture from Game of Thrones, TV of course. TV Guide. TV Guide. Can you, what, is it, what is that? It was, so, mean, it was very exciting to it, me. It's, it's, yeah. It, where is it? Is it available online? Apparently. I actually went to a store to buy some since, of course, you know, yeah, I'm still of the generation in which, wow, TV Guide. That was like the magazine with the highest circulation in the world probably for a long time. To be on the cover of TV Guide is a big deal. Yeah. But we're not – our name is on the cover. Let's be clear. One of the guys from Game of Thrones is actually on the cover. Oh, so there's a picture of a guy from Game of Thrones, but the name of your show – Well, it's a theme issue uh-huh. on dark fantasy, dark which apparently is the – Could you hold the mic that close all the time? All like that? Yeah, that's it's good. Okay. Dark fantasy, dark which has fantasy. always been my genre. But your show my... is a dark fantasy. Oh, yeah. Oh, fantasy. Yeah. It's always a fantasy. Is It's a funny word, fantasy, because, you know... Yeah, I've. Yeah, it definitely brings different connotations to my mind than, for example, it would to. I always associate you know. fantasy with like a good thing. Like I'm fantasizing about me, and right. I don't even know who the hot actresses to say now are. All, right. all the, all the hot actresses one, yeah. are like grown up ladies now yeah. that I can think of. But yeah. uh, that's fantasy. Like when you go, when like in. Uh, when I go to talk to my professional talking helper, um, <laughs> and she talks about suicide fantasies. You're like, wait, that's not a fantasy. Like, it's, no, it's not a fantasy. <laughs> I mean, yes, it's not something that I'm going to do, but it's a thing that it's not, I want to stop doing it. Like, right, so that's interesting. I'm to, like, how, yeah. can I, yeah. how can I embellish these and make them better? Yeah, I, I, I love that. It's a good distinction. You're right. You we could reserve the word fantasy for uh, only the good imaginary thoughts um i but i see i'm one of those people that's always had problems distinguishing fantasy and reality so you know that could be the weed <laughs> it's been it's been i was gonna say years that'd be like it's been months months yeah right well i don't months. know if you want to discuss that we could get to, wait is this my professional talking cure thing too well we're on the thing we're on the we're on the talking this show has it is begun available? is this is this the thing yes i will be gone yeah i didn't say it the same you didn't say it that's, that's okay. because yeah, that was time, more italian that other time was a different reality even it was. though it was. they're both going to be available in this show uh but see dark yeah dark fantasy suggests as you say that the word fantasy implies it's not dark it implies you and you know. Well, no, dark Kira fantasy Knightley suggests that you have to distinguish between dark fantasy and happy fantasy. Whereas yeah. I thought fantasy, there was only Always one kind of happy. fantasy. It was all either sex fantasy or Disney fantasy, but it was all good. Well, then there's but, the sex so Disney then we fantasy. We need another yeah. word. Is there a word for dark fantasy? So we don't have to say dark fantasy. Is there? I mean, nightmare. But then that's uh, yeah. You know, it's a it's a. This, now you're getting into esoteric realms of of genre. Labeling and definition, 
And I think a lot of people, myself included, who are fans of a certain genre that has often been called sword and sorcery, mm-hmm. which has suddenly become actually like it's this totally acceptable genre when for most of our lives, that was like the most disrespected genre. Like there was, you know, it's not like it was actually cool to be a sci-fi nerd or really into horror, right. but it was better than being really into sword and sorcery. Now suddenly because of Game of Thrones, it's okay. You can like that. But they got to change the name because no one's comfortable with the name. So I think that's what they're saying. Let's not call it that. Let's call it dark fantasy. Oh, I see. So dark fantasy means... Yeah. it's a rebranding. It's a rebranding of sword and sorcery. But not exactly because your show is dark fantasy, but it's not sword and sorcery. I, I beg to differ, really? sir. I think in many ways it is sword and sorcery. I would like to suggest it is. It's pilgrim uh, witchcraft. Well, okay. If you're going to get like that about it. So the name of your show is Salem. I th- Salem. Did I didn't. Okay. Salem. Salem. Like the town. Yes. Or like where the, the cigarettes. Witches, the like the cigarettes are. that people where, used to have. Do the witches and the cigarettes have anything to do I've with always them? wondered that since I was a kid. Like, it's probably one of the things that made me want to smoke as a kid. And by the way, I don't smoke kids. And I don't smoke now. I do vape, but I don't smoke. Was those because I was interested in Salem, and I'd see the answer for Salem. Is that okay? Twenty-year-old listeners, you know. Yeah, they know about it. Um, but wait, you said could that be sort of okay? One of the things that is cool though you wouldn't know this from your Thanksgiving stories or your you know mm-hmm. high school production of The Crucible. One of the things that's totally cool about that period is. It's one of the last times that people meaningfully walked, one of the only times, I would say, people meaningfully walked around with a sword and a loaded gun. You know ah, what I'm saying? And not, right. and, and not just with the sword for kind of ceremonial purposes, like charge. Because, like, you know, yeah, a few people did get killed by swords in the Civil War, but it was definitely like a last. No, it was like were, a, not the main thing you were going for. They were right? walking around with a sword and a gun because that was a choice that they would have to That's make in the right. moment of like, That's is right. this, do And I the stab? sword was better than the do gun. Do I stab this guy yeah. or do I shoot him? Yeah, and you'd be better off at the stabbing because you got to remember, A, the gun, it was a big pain in the ass. You got to reload that thing. So right. you're only you going to really get one shot. You want to use that for your one killing Yeah, that's blow. your one thing. Plus, it would put up so much powder that you wouldn't be able to see anything for, you know, till like the... Is that right? Oh, yeah. Did you know that's... that's Here's another piece of historical trivia, thanks to Dark Fantasy. The famous phrase, don't fire till you see the whites of their eyes, boys. That one? Right. That's totally what that's about. That Because if you had a bunch of people firing at once, especially in the woods, the minute you fired one time, it's over. You can't see anybody for like... 10 minutes. So they wanted to wait till they were really close and kill a whole bunch of them well, with so one shot. Actually hit them. I always thought that it was so you could hit them, but they were close enough to hit. Because if you couldn't, if they weren't close enough to hit and you fired while you were reloading, they were going to get close enough to hit. And not only that, they, you wouldn't even be able to see them anymore. They would scatter. You couldn't see them. They wouldn't see you. That's, of course, when you pull out the sword, then you just start hacking. All of which is to say, there are swords, though we've not done a lot of sword play in it, and there's definitely sorcery. But also, one of the guys probably most responsible for sword and sorcery, now known as dark fantasy, mm-hmm. Robert E. Howard, creator of Conan the Barbarian, mm-hmm. Cull the Conqueror. One of his greatest heroes that I really loved as a kid, and some of your listeners might remember, was Solomon Cain. He was, in fact, a Puritan, Solomon Cain. Had a big hat, he carried a sword and a revolver. Solomon Cain, and was he... So he was a Robert E. Howard creation. Yeah. And was he of that... Pilgrimy period, yeah, as well. but British. You know, he was like one of the ones that didn't come over here. <laughs> he stayed at home. He stayed at home. He stayed at home. <laughs> well, he didn't stay at home. He went to Africa. He went all yeah. over the world. But yeah, his home base was like in Cornwall or Devon or he someplace like that. He could have been like a that. pilgrim, but he wasn't a pilgrim. Yeah. He was a Puritan, but not a pilgrim. Mm. 
There we go. Right. Good distinction. Right. Good one. That's the thing that I think is great about your pilot as I read it. I still haven't seen any of the actual film. It is. Soon. You're right. I was hoping to get to see that firsthand I, I, while I, I was cl- dressed up like one of the pilgrims. But uh, <laughs> that, that'll happen. That that'll happen. Yeah, that has. That will happen. Um, but Lord, uh, give us a second season when I read so it, we can put Jacob um, in. I was kind of reminded of this thing that I think most people forgot that we've talked about at dinner before. You know, this country, Amer- United States, America. Yeah. For our international listeners and ships at sea. And ships at sea. But, uh, <laughs> Capital of dog this fantasy. This country, USA, was founded by pe- by religious people. Mm. And they came here for religious freedom, which for a lot of my childhood I thought meant um, it was too strict where they were. Right. But the fact is, no, they came here because it wasn't strict enough. <laughs> exactly. Though it were strict in the ways they didn't like. I mean, you know... Uh, uh, both sides had been being pretty strict on each other. It was pretty much like a back and forth of let's kill everybody who believes X, and then until X got back into power, and then it was like let's kill everybody who believes Y. You know, no, so, but the pilgrims were much right. more inquisitiony than well, than, put it this way: the, when we call the them Puritans, whoa, excuse me, time, time, gentlemen, time, <laughs> please reset your brain. <laughs> uh, uh, Puritans, yeah, like that was. Like many of our greatest terms, it was it was a uh, what is the word I'm looking for? It was a it was an insult. That was not the word I was looking for, by the way. But it will oh, really? do. Yeah, it was like a making fun of term. Same with Quaker. You know what I mean? People didn't say, "Oh yeah, I'm a Quaker." They're like, "Hey, look at those people. They're like quaking and shaking. They're Quakers. Let's call them Quakers." It was like making fun of them. But same the with Quakers. the Puritans. Puritans did not call themselves. Pur- they eventually did. They took it on in the way that now other minorities like say take on. Phrases. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know if it's okay to say any of them. Really I'm not going to. It's a bad idea yeah, for you to we're not cite go any there. examples. Yeah, except it would be like that. So there was a certain moment when totally the Puritans would have been like, okay, I'm going to own that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're Puritans, mother. Whatever. You're allowed to say that. Uh, really? Yeah. Is there really the no internet. censorship? Oh, it's the internet. It's the, you're allowed to say This that. is why I don't want my kids on the internet. You and I could totally peel down and this could get sexual because <laughs> it's the internet. I mean, right. But, Right. If, if it wasn't for the fact that neither one of us are interested in that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, and pu- I only say that about Puritans just to confirm what you're saying, that, yes, that was, they were, people were saying, you're, it's like you're too pure. Uh, yeah, you're so perfect. Do you know what I mean? You're, you don't want to drink. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. You're really dour. You're, you're... Well, they're the kind of people that would, would then start accusing people who drank or were a little bit, cr- you know, not strict enough of being witches. <laughs> Yes, true, true. Don't you think? I mean, weren't weren't the witches like the stoner hippies of the day? Am I out of line? Uh, No, no. Mine are, some of ours are definitely a bit like that, and we definitely are connecting them to some of that. Uh, Yeah, hard to say. There was a whole side of it. I like this phrase. This is one you'll like also. We talk about the cunning men and the cunning women. And that was where the people who were basically witches but didn't get called witches because they weren't doing anything bad. They were just the person you'd go to to get get good medicine. Oh, they knew you the know? plant, some of the plants. Yeah, stuff. and but also if you want, maybe want to find some treasure or something to find out who you should marry or to know your future. Oh, see, we call those con men <laughs> exactly instead of cunning. But that's no joke. That's very very closely related, no doubt. Uh, cunning, conning. Um, yes, but there is a definitely a, a bit of a. a dark Woodstock vibe happening in Salem in this. And that's often the description I would try to define it for people above a certain age of what was happening it's in Salem. It's spooky, and it gets spooky fast in the script. I mean, mm. it is like, it's not like one of these shows where you got to watch 
three, four, five episodes before you finally see some. No, stuff no, we're going to give you something scary by the end of the first act. Holy, I promise you. Holy I cow! Promise you. I mean, it goes, and then it goes crazy. Uh, and it's definitely it's not your uh, it's not your mama's Salem. It's not uh, put it this way. If we could tap into the speed with which Arthur Miller was spinning in his grave, we could probably power, you know, Southern California. Wait, why is Arthur Miller spinning in his grave because of this? Because of the crucible, in a way. Because it's probably the thing most, well, that or death of a salesman. But, uh, you know, I say that in all, with all due respect. Because most people's ideas about Salem come from the crucible, famous Arthur Miller play, really not about Salem at all, but about... I guess presumably his own experience and what he saw in the McCarthy period in the 1950s and yada yada yada. Yeah. So to the extent that about, he might have felt that. this isn't a trial, this isn't a courtroom drama. No, we have some trial scenes, but yeah. in our trial scenes, in our best trial scenes so far, a the biggest piece of evidence is a giant monstrous baby floating in a jar, aborted fetus thing creature in a jar and hang on a second yeah was i supposed to say spoiler alert spoiler alert nah nah by the time you get there you'd be like huh no that's a piece of evidence here's a spoiler alert and does culminate okay. spoiler alert Wait, don't 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 no. you know i don't want to get you in trouble with your powers that be higher ups. I, I just want to say that that unlike your typical say television legal drama there are buckets of blood and nails pouring out of people during our trials. Oh, yeah. That's what that I'm was saying. what was missing from Perry Mason. Totally. Right? Or L.A. Law. If there had been, like, just a couple people, like, suddenly at the peak moment of the trial spewing a shower of blood and nails from their insides. Or, like, a combination dog baby that exactly. tears out of someone's abdomen. Yeah. Corbin Benson. He would, it would have been a whole Corbin different person. person. I, I, was just, I was just trying to think of his name. I think it's Corbin Benson. Person? Maybe it's Benson. Benson? No. Corbin, Google, wherever you are. Google it, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, when does it come? When does it come on? When well, is, when is Salem this is interesting. Launch? Salem premieres. On? Yes, it premieres. Well, we should talk about what, what channel it's going to be on because because no one you knows. Never, you never can say the name and the number of the channel. You don't know the because you don't know. It, it's uh, it, we'll we'll bag it up to say that yes, it is launching the new channel, which is really an old channel, rebranded. Mm-hmm. WGN America. Well, that was good timing. That was good timing. I, I probably you know my... WGN because that's where you're watching most of your reruns of How I Met Your Mother. Oh, is that what they put on WGN? Is that yeah, and Cubs about? games. A lot of now Cubs it's games. Be murdery, witchy. Oh, they're turning themselves in one. Well, here's what they did. Tribune Company, who uh, owned them, went off and bought a couple of uh, bought. That's not the right word. Hired. It's not the same thing as being bought. It's being hired, being bought. That's the topic for next week's podcast. Well, look, I've often <laughs> said I'm ready to sell out. I mean, the long wait is over, America. He's I'm ready. ready to sell. Pri- I'm looking at it. There's a price floating over his head Please right now. Would you like to guess? Me. Please. There is a telephone price, That's or you can get involved in a lengthy auction. Like that. Don't. Go for the buy now. I, the buy now thing is good. I like that. We had to come back to that. Um, I like eBay a lot better since they introduced the buy now option. I got to say, yeah. I didn't have the. It was too much tension for me. It took up too much time. I would be checking constantly. How am I doing? I'm glad that they called it by now because it's really go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I want it. Right. I want Here's it. My now. money. Here it is. Just thing. take it. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to sit there competing with the others. So the the uh, the uh, the gentlemen and ladies, probably actually not that many ladies, probably mostly gentlemen who run the Tribune Corporation and decided they were going to take this asset of theirs, WGN. By the way, the first superstation, I say this proudly as a Chicagoan, before TBS, before TNT, WGN was the original superstation. Well, I, my, now, my memory of that was that TBS and 
and uh, WGN kind of happened at the same time. Like you could you could watch the Cubs yep. or the Braves. Yeah. And eat all, all their games. All their they games. They were both terrible. Terrible. Exactly. They were both terrible. <laughs> exactly. Turner had a bigger, he had more of a vision, I got to say. He was a visionary. The WGN guys were like, well, the Cubs are on every Cubs station. everywhere in the country. We watch them everywhere in That's America. That's a triumph, yeah. Our work is done. Our work is done, exactly. <laughs> Thinking like Chicagoans, I say this as a born and bred Chicagoan. That's the way we are. It's like, well, you know, hey, it's there. Um, I, I, don't, I don't understand this well enough to go into the details, but I recommend people Google... I hate that that's what we're telling people to do because it's a, that's a whole other thing. But It's too late to stop Google from becoming too, a verb. I know. Okay. Happened. So Google, there's apparently a very technical, legal, judicial, whatever, distinction between a superstation mm-hmm. and a cable station in terms of what you're allowed to do and show and what you have or different requirements as far as the FCC is concerned. I know this is... You know, you probably couldn't think of a topic more boring than the legal distinction between a superstation and a and well, a cable can, channel. Please try and let's get <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> let's get to it. Uh, oh, it's just was to say that this has been a. But, I think they're changing maybe from a superstation into a cable channel. Ooh, that seems like the opposite of what I would do. No, because you would think because of the word super, yeah. I would want to be super. Right, because you'd rather be a superhero than like a cable, a cable hero. hero, right? Or even a cable superhero. Like, like there was a superhero named Cable, though. Do you remember that? No, he was a kind of minor one. Like what a about the, like a Luke Cage Power Man level. What was you his know. power? Okay, well, he could he watch. Could, he he could, could hook you up. He could hook you up. He had no commercials. That was just, yeah, it's a good question. I don't remember. I could just sort of picture the covers of some of them. Um, 20 bucks and you can watch everything, whatever you want. <laughs> Those were the days. God, you can't do that anymore. You can't do that anymore anywhere. With anything. I, mean, I know. You're yeah. turning all software into apps. You know, I was going right. to download this uh, video editing software. I was trying to decide, like, I have an old version of Final um, Cut. Pro, and so I was going to get the new version, and then the alternative is this o- Adobe editing software that, that a lot yep. of people are using now because Final Cut has evidently changed in a way that prosumers and uh, uh, independent producers don't like. And so I check out the Adobe thing, and the way it works is you give them 50 bucks a month. Oh, right. you stop subscribing. Gig, it all goes away. Your software turns off. Okay, see, this is the scary thing. We need to warn people. This is really important, people. This is the future of our whole economy. Everything is going to be a subscription. You no longer get a prescription for medicine. You're going to get a subscription for that drug for life. If you want that product, you're getting it as a subscription. If you want to read that, it's a, 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 see, it's anything you buy. This is why I'm still into actually having the app. Like, I, I have a book. I, I mean, we're sitting here in Jake's inner den surrounded by interesting artifacts and books but see young people won't have these things they'll just get the app of it and then when they stop paying it'll disappear into the cloud again whereas they can't take this stuff away from you jake it's yours that's right but i but on a related note i've been thinking of taking a picture of all of this stuff and turning it into a slideshow that i can it's a good idea instead of being in this instead of being (laughs) your own app okay but and then charge yourself a little bit and if you stop paying it's going to go away well that's one reason why i don't really buy too much music because I have a subscription to music. Yeah, you see? There you go. That's Versus I still, I, well, I got rid of all my, I've gone through several waves of accumulating vinyl and then accumulating CDs, selling them all, usually at times of, of, of financial desperation. And then... That's all over in now the f- that you're which... No, no, no. I intend to go to a whole other cycle of actually spending all the money that I make from this, reaccumulating everything that I had to sell last time 
it all crashed and burned. Until then, the Tower of Babel will fall over again. And it's a smart come. move. It's a smart move. I mean, when you finally have your, when you've got your own version of that Indiana Jones storage yeah. area, I had that. You've known me long enough to know that I've had that. I was never allowed to visit it. I've only. Visited oh, I still the have house, the. I still have the store. I haven't even visited the storage unit. The house. I'm not allowed the in. The house there. is like the tip of the iceberg of a pile of esoteric <laughs> shit. That is. It's true. Massive. It's true. It's and true. And uncatalogued, really. And uncatalogued. Is it, is and it, unlabeled, even worse. Yeah. You nice. know, like I don't even know which box is which. There's only one way to enjoy it, and that's random. Well, I, well, but you know, it's funny you say that because I, I like that. I mean, that's part of my process is to access, which is the part that I don't mind. This, we, this takes it back to what you said about the you listen to music. You don't so much own music as you. As I subscribe to the As thing. you subscribe to but it. But I was going to say, the music that I buy is this music that I get in New Orleans from right. people down there who are mostly pretty independent musicians and their CDs are not widely available. Now they are widely available and you can get a lot of it on the internet. But I buy the CD so that I have the CD and then I, I put it into, convert it into my computer so that I have the digital version, but I always have the backup have the ba- physical thing. Well, and I'm a much far too paranoid and distrustful person to rely on the cloud. I don't, I don't, my experience in general of life of clouds is that they're not that dependable. You know, they come, they go, it's here, it's gone, you know. I don't know. I can't even say that I'm for sure of the hard drives that I have. I have actual hard drives with digital things on it. They say that this stuff is ephemeral. Uh, Well, the the, the key phrase, that's right, you got to, which I've got stacks of this. I've got too many hard drives, and I don't even know what's on them anymore, half of them. Mm -hmm. What's the phrase? Someone taught it to me once. It's a frightening phrase because we each have one of these, but so does every hard drive. Oh, mean time to failure, the MTF, something like that. Which is another word for saying it's mortality. Yes. It's going to die. We all have our mean time to failure. Uh, biblically, that's 72 years. That's your lifespan. Yeah, exactly. But, of course, because it's technology, they don't call it lifespan. That's your mean time. That's the fat part of the bell curve. Exactly. You might be out at one end or the other. That's right. You could be a Methuselah hard drive and be there, you know, 200 years down the line. Or you could be that tragic 24 club, you know. I don't know if Whatever. I'm going to be able to live to be 100 because I can barely understand this an- analogy that we're in the middle of right now. <laughs> Let alone where it began. Yeah. Uh, oh, it began with me pimping Salem and trying to tell you what channel it was going to be on. With WGN, Super Channel, Superstation. It's now converting tra- either. Yeah. It was a Superstation. That's undeniable. We know that. That was WGN. This is WGN America. Ooh. Yeah, see? So it's going to. Okay, so the geniuses at the Tribune Company, again, used to be a newspaper once upon a time. WGN. Did you know that's what WGN stands for? It's a newspaper. Yes, I did. But did you know what WGN stands for? We Got News. Oh, that's good. I I was going to say World's Greatest Newspaper, but I like We Got News. Uh, We Got News for you. You can Uh, use that at your next meeting. I'm going to. With the Mucky Mucks. And you guys should rebrand as We Got News. What about a channel super channel? How about a super duper channel? So, uh, uh, this show was not originally developed for them. It was developed for FX, which happens to be a a channel that I actually watch. It's got a lot of shows that I like on it. In the that sense that they were interested in it. And no, no, no. They bought it. They paid for it. They, we wrote the pilot for them. Is this fact. secret information? Very secret. Uh, I would Your microphone secret... instincts are really good. It's good? Yeah. I oh, like I that can... you went in close and whispered. <laughs> yeah, in another lifetime. So it was originally developed uh, for... for uh, it's, it was all Fox. Probably to uh, further agenda their, further, further their strange agenda. They loved this thing. Yeah, so it was Fox... It is still Fox 21. 
who They're produce it. They're creating a super team of channels. They got, they got all, and they got studios and channels. It's but very WGN confusing. WGN is doing that too now. So they've got the superstation WGN, and now they have WGN America. America. And yeah, they've got to do WGN America is going to be very cool. So what they did was we developed this for FX. FX beat out other cable channels. Mm-hmm. It's nice. I haven't that often had something to sell was that we a, got uh, multiple bidders on. But was it a feat of strength kind of a contest? Yeah, it was. So the John Landgraf, the head of of FX, had to get down on the ground with the guy from Stars and uh, the gal from from Showtime, oh, so they and grab- they had to wrestle. They had it to grapple. Like, okay, the first no. person who could get this refrigerator a yeah. hundred yards yeah. gets the. No, no, we no, went for Greco Roman, Greco Roman grappling. Great man, I would watch that on pay per view. <laughs> Talk about world's greatest newspaper. Wouldn't it be great if everyone had the price and if we got it, if we raised the money, we could make them fight? I, I think, but they probably do. It's just how much would you be willing to pay? And yeah. look, you and I don't get invited to Davos, Switzerland, or where does that they do equivalent thing like in Boulder, or Denver, someplace here? I don't know where the well, Bohemian that, Club. That's the, probably part of what happens there. Bohemian Grove. That's yeah, they it. have it where where you pay, and you, they probably are betting on billionaire wrestling. Right, George Soros takes George on, Soros take takes on the coke, takes on right, and then or the the deadly duo of the Coke brothers. I want to see them face off against each other. The Coke versus Coke. Yeah, we yeah. coat one of them in honey. <laughs> Just watch the other one go crazy. <laughs> yeah, or the Cokes versus Soros. You know, with Warren Buffett trying to kind of be in the middle, mm-hmm. trying to calm them down. Right, they they get testy. You know. Um, but uh, here's FX, what happened. FX. Uh, well, okay. Here's the. Here's the. Here's what. Here's what really happened. No, no. It was this all one very a little bit of inside baseball. You want some inside baseball? But no, you'll no, be no, my, it's, no, it's no. We don't inside baseball. baseball. But yeah, well, let's go for the outside baseball. No, keep going. So okay. Then, so then WGN comes in and says, no, "Well, because what happened was we were going to be on FX, and they're very. They liked the show. They were going to make the pilot. Um, and then um, suddenly, the uh, creator of uh, American Horror Story, Ryan Murphy. I've seen that. I saw the first season of that show. Yeah, see, this is, this is why this is not. This is what I want everybody to understand. And I've got nothing against the gentleman. I'm, he's a probably he's a genius. There's no doubt. He's a genius. I'm Which a minor. Do you have nothing against the guy who created American Horror Story and who runs that show? Genius, multi glee. Anybody who can do you know high school dancing and singing he and also do did that. Glee and he American did glee Horror and Story. And he did uh, what do you call it? It's nip and tuck. He's a he's a he's a multifaceted. Multi-headed. That's the guy who should be on trial for being a witch. Pro- he is probably. Yeah. Um, uh, he, they, he announced suddenly, and this is why I do want people to know this because I think a lot of people look at Salem and go, "Oi, another witch show," exactly like that, with like a Yiddish accent. They'd be like, "Oi, witches." We were we were before any of that. It just took us longer to get on the air. Uh, our, you know, like literally, what's Fox bought this show. Well, look, Fox bought this show, and then suddenly they had like five witch shows that they what's themselves the made. Show that the well, he did one did. season of American Horror Story <laughs> called yeah. it Coven, but he announced, but they they didn't even know he was going to do that, and he only announced that, and frankly, probably decided to do that once his oh, and channel. Then they said, and then they said, now well, we, that pretty we, much doomed we're not us. Do your witch show because we already got got a guy. Well, yeah, that that's yeah, I, yeah, sort of. Or else someone has said, "Hey, I'm going to make sure we, I don't have to be on there with these guys." So I'm suffice gonna, it to say, suffice it to suffice say, it to say, we don't really know what we're talking about. Not at all. But I like to uh, get inside the head of you know the this others like and a, make it up. A dark fantasy. It's a dark fantasy. <laughs> but and, and careful because it could turn into sword and sorcery. 
then it's going to get got dangerous. Some fake swords in here, and we could have a I, fake sword fight. I've got one in my. I've got. I've got one too. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, well, mine's not fake. Really? What's that one? Greg left. Greg left a real sword in my. I keep hiding it from the kids. A real sword, like a samurai sword, or like a. I would say it's more like Song of Roland, kind of you know medieval type sword than it would be Japanese. How heavy is it? Heavy, heavy, very heavy. I'd like to come over and heft that sword. Come heft my when sword. Your kids are out. <laughs> uh, suffice to say, we we were not on FX, and instead, what happened was Tribune Company. They had hired the guys who originally created FX to come perform their magic and make a new station for them. And they read the script and or were slipped the script by the other guys at Fox and said, hey, not only will we make your pilot, we will make a whole season of television out of it. We'll go straight to making 13 hours of this craziness, so, so, which was a problem because we didn't actually have 13 hours. Ever. We just well, had the one hour. Start. First, yeah. you just have an idea. Yeah, but I thought I'd have some time to work it all out because I did know everything that was supposed to happen. I just... It's sort of like the Donald Rumsfeld thing. I had a lot of unknown knowns, and yes. I had a lot of well, known unknowns, unknowns, and I had a few unknown unknowns. The unknown unknowns that really get you. I know, and the and the un, and the and the unknown unknowns, right? The known unknowns are also unknown, but at least you know them. But right. the unknown unknowns are the ones that right. surprise. Here's a thing that you didn't know you didn't know. That's right, and you That's still right. don't know it. That's right. Yeah, and there was a bunch of things that I didn't know that I did know. Unknown knowns. Uh huh. Not known unknowns, unknown knowns, but it's those are the ones I needed the Just time to get out. Going to get confusing now. <laughs> Just we got to add that one in there. Uh, anyway, the ball, which is just to say, you'll have to type in WGN. Or WGN America. WGN America. But you don't even have to. Just put Salem, and your TV will find it. And if you get that new well, Amazon thing, it, you, you can speak into Salem. it. Salem, you have to you have to say Salem TV show. You can't just say Salem. Are you going to wind up with a bunch of stuff? Hey, but the better we do, the more we're going to show up on top of them. Okay, well, right? right. If you're asking people to help you, Google. Just Google Salem and, and mean us. And then only click I on think, the TV show. Wait, so are you they, telling me Google doesn't just also take into account my intention? It doesn't. If I just type the word Salem, but I'm thinking Salem TV show. If, right. This is the thing that I think is true is like Google does something different if you type in Salem than if I type in Salem. Well, because if I do it, they go right to like the porn sites that have and witchy themes. if I themes. do it, they bring up the cigarettes. And if some yeah. other guy does it, yeah. they bring up what? Based on our past practices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is why I, I want to tell all you people out there, stop worrying about the NSA. Start worrying about Google. They know way more about you than the NSA does, and they care a lot more. Well, it's, I don't worry that Google knows. I worry that they're going to tell the NSA. Forget telling them they're going to sell it to somebody else who's going to do something else they with it. They can't do anything. The they only people can... you got to worry about are people with guns. Really? And swords. And swords. And swords. And sorcery. I worry more about those with the sorcery. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't turn my back on a guy with a hammer either. <laughs> I mean, any weapon will do. Any yeah. weapon will do at all. Uh, so how many episodes of this thing? Thirteen blazing hours, and that's just the beginning. I want you to know because I know you probably you're thinking thirteen a whole season. What are you going to do? That's the whole trial. No, you get to the end of the first season of Salem. Don't. I'm just saying it's barely begun. That's the beginning. Yeah. It's it's as 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 my good friend Winston Churchill said. It was not the end. It was not even the beginning of the end. It was just the end of the beginning. Or something like that. Wow. You get him hooked up with Don Rumsfeld in the bottle of scotch, <laughs> and nobody's going home. <laughs> and those guys probably could have fixed the world in every sense of the word. He never fixed it real good. But here's the part you really like. And this, this, I've spent far too much time thinking about whether this was just fortuitous uh-huh. or, or purposeful. Like, do you know that word? <laughs> I'm, looking like, do, do they, I'm looking at you like, is that okay? Do they know yeah, that fortuitous, word? Fortuitous, you could I hope so. You could Google that. You could Google that. curse. Yeah, okay. 
fucking fortuitous. Mm-hmm. Uh, so fucking fortuitous. That our premiere date is, depending on what your religion is, either Easter Sunday or mm. 420 day. That's a test. You don't even know about 420, do you? I do know about 420. Okay. Because that's the day that... Uh, well, 420 is the pot thing. Yes, right? the pot it's thing. Everybody yeah. smoke pot. Right. Not only so this on is 420, what but at 420. Exactly. Every day. Exactly. Really? At 420 every day? I think that's, that's the new happy hour? Yeah, that's the new happy Jeez. hour. Jeez. That's early. It's starting a bit early. It's the old happy hour now. It's the old happy <laughs> People have been smoking. <laughs> They've been doing that? At 420. Really? Yeah. Wow. Ever since uh, Sean Penn graduated from high school. Oh, yeah. I remember that. That was a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. Gosh, that's almost as old as I am. Uh, so, yeah, it's not clear to me whether uh, or both. They were like, hey, what better day to start this really just heretical, blasphemous, horrific, um, yeah, show, uh, but Easter Sunday, because you want to go right from So it starts, or for the, the premiere is on Easter Sunday. 420. Oh, man. Well, now that puts pressure on me for, yeah. to have this come out before then. Please. But I think I and I think I should. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, if it's not because uh, a lot of people, because this is basic cable or mm-hmm. superstation, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, it, I think it's gonna it's gonna be like floating out through the Noah sphere or whatever. The right, it'll be you know. re-airing and, uh, and plus available on iTunes the day after the the, the, the pilot that will episode. Will yes, be. for free, free for free. You'll have to pay for the others. Two the through thirteen. Free. The pilot will be free. It's the classic thing. Right? Yeah, I know. Which the first one's free. Drug to That's right. From. That's mm. right. WGN, <laughs> world's greatest not yeah, off. The first yeah. one's free. You want some more witches? That's going to cost you. <laughs> exactly. And you will trust me. You will definitely want more witches. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And have you got picked up yet for your second season? You said that you were yet. I like the way you that. say yet because uh, you're implying that we will for sure. No, we have not. Uh, I was recently uh, told that all signs were good, but it could all, you know, here's what I, my prediction about Salem. It's actually either going to, you know, be kind of at least a big sort of succès d'estime, as the French would say, meaning people liked it, but it didn't actually make any money. No, it could actually be a real success, or it's going to be like the Hindenburg. That's entirely possible, too. Well, that's, now you're just being a pessimistic artist. No, no, no. I'm taking it to its extreme, because what we don't want to be is just like, Even oh, yeah, that. I love, I love how, hey, but you, that is actually an optimistic art here. Totally. Sort of a little bit Let me ask you that. Here, can I just put it in? Name like, one other. When I fail. That's right. Exactly. Fail, that's right. It's on the national that's news. Right. And that's I, right. And, I, and it's remembered forever. Yeah. And ask yourself this. Can you name, text. and say, oh, the humanity. Someone's going to say that when they yeah. see our show. Ask yourself this. Can you name a single other Zeppelin? I mean, this was a big thing, Zeppelins, right? It was a whole mode of transportation, and the only one any of us can name. Uh, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Ooh, okay, good, good. You're right. That's the only one. Yeah. I wish I could name some of the members of that band. That oh, I could. The real esoteric. You're all oh, right. You would have said, question. yeah, John Bonham. Like mine was, yeah. the, it, mine was a good Zeppelin. way to respond. It was a good one. Mass, most people to be able to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so excited! And how many have they shot? Have you shot all of them yet? No, we had just finished shooting uh, episode eight. We just took a very brief break, and we're about to be back in the fray. We'll still be shooting the last few episodes while it's starting to air. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're kind of caught betwixt and between. Yeah, I'm. Uh, in fact, I'm still at, at the very moment that I'm sitting here in cyberspace talking to you. I should be finishing episode ten. And we've, uh, and we've plotted out. But I will say this. We finally plotted out. We worked out a lot of the... 
I'll say this for 12 and 13. You about that yeah. now, which now. is really in the future. By the time people are listening to it, right? Not only yeah. will this conversation have already happened, and possibly the show have not aired, but you will definitely be finished writing that episode. Yeah, and maybe even 12 and 13 mm-hmm. too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Where are you shooting this thing? Same. I know, but we have. Um, Built an incredible, fantastical, kind of dark fantasy-esque uh, replica of the town of Salem in, in full scale, basically, but in outside of Shreveport, Louisiana, mm-hmm. which sounds like a funny match. And you might think that's just because of the enormous amounts of money that the state of Louisiana pays back to get you to come down there and work right. down there. Right. But it wasn't just that. It's actually a really good match. It looks great. Uh, uh, it... Uh, that I have to say, even if the show sucked, which it, it what's the opposite of suck? It's it's sucked, sucked. It's one of those things that's that's. Is that same. true? I um, didn't. Know. Okay, no, I'm wishing. It no, was. but I mean in the in the sex act of. Oh, saying, gotcha. You're right. You're side. right. Which side that is? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, I, I'm feeling actually pretty good about it. Certainly the best thing I've ever done, which may not be saying that much to people who have no idea who I am, but there's a lot of people involved who are pretty well, excited about it. Things, but this will be the biggest uh, yes. exposure thing. And the least, yes. And 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 well, there's a lot of people from the get-go. So I, I'm, I'm saying that not to toot my tiny little horn, but to say even with that, even if it weren't great, the thing that is amazing is this town that they built. It's it's incredible walking around it is incredible shooting on it. It looks incredible. In well, fact, we'd like to turn it into a theme park like a colonial Williamsburg kind of. It does it it know? always feels that way to me in the in the limited kind of movie TV production things that I've done that all this trouble has been gone to to create this thing that we're going to take a picture of and then and then we're going to tear it down. Right. You well, know? that is the beauty of TV as opposed to having I was being torn from between using the word wasted or spent. The previous many decades in feature films where it's always like that. You know, you do it and then it's gone. Uh, the cool thing, hopefully, here is that it's not gone. That for years to come, we will be occupying this town and growing it, building bigger docks, building new buildings, mm-hmm. improving the uh, gallows, you know, uh, making new torture pits, you know. <laughs> yeah, making new, I've been thinking about fixing up my torture pit. Yeah, it's good. You, you ought to. I, I can, Have you got it like uh, pretty well signed, sealed? Right? Fix up your torture pit. Fix up the pit. torture pit. Well, you can improve the, uh, you know. Sound sound isolation. Mm-hmm. That's very yeah, important. I've been getting complaints. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, in Salem, you want that because that's it's a deterrent factor. Whereas here, you don't want that because you know what stays underground, what happens underground stays underground. Right. Got it. Well, talk a little bit. Well, now this is your dream, kind of sprung from your imagination. It's my dark fantasy come true. But you have a very prestigious and accomplished uh, accomplice. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty, from the from the writing point of view, absolutely. I was created it with Brandon Braga, who, for all you truly uber nerds out there, is really like once you get past Gene Roddenberry, like the great Star Trek mind of all time, Brandon's. He really ran uh, New Generation and Enterprise and all the later ones for years and years, doing wonderful stuff. But also Twenty Four and and a couple of my favorite science fiction shows that proved how good they were by not succeeding because generally really great science fiction can't succeed like threshold and uh, uh flash forward flash forward which i was telling which i was very frustrated that one didn't get to continue because i uh that's a that, that was a cool show cool. uh so yes and it's his first foray into really deep supernatural horror something that he's always loved and always wanted to get to do mm-hmm. so we were yeah we were brought together 
by Fox, uh, and it was definitely a, a kind of nerd genre marriage made in heaven. Right. He seems to like you when I've seen yeah. the two of you together. But I wasn't really as familiar with his pedigree when I, on the occasion when I first met mm. him. And I, it was it was a little. Did you weird. Google him? No, I came over to your house. And you guys were going for coffee, or I was, uh, yeah, yeah. I was having coffee with his, you, and he showed up to because yep. you guys were going to have a meeting, and and I met him in that kind of passing. Hey, we're two people in Adam's house right now, and his. First of all, he has a nicer car than all of our cars put together. Yeah, and then second of all, he was all business. Like, yeah. I just came from a really important thing, and I've got another important thing to do after that. Yeah, and I don't know for sure who you are, but this is as much time <laughs> as I have for you. Yeah, he's a very busy guy. Yeah. He would be less like that now. Not because he's less busy, but because also he and I have known each other longer. He's calmed down a bit. We, we need to calm him down. He's, he's a very, leading a very stressful existence. He seemed pretty intense when I... Well, I'm very grateful to have him not just as my partner in this, but as like my... my I, I refer to him as my paladin, my, my knight errant, because it's like, actually, I get, he has, in addition to being a great creator himself, kind of like drawn a circle of magical protective fire around me, you know, to so do what I do. he's a sword and a sorcerer. Exactly. He definitely is. Cause he, and he, being the true showrunner of this and being one of the uber showrunners of all time, he has the real burden of just dealing with the endless shitstorm, shit shower... Of helpers. Of... Oh, of helpers. Of helpers? Yeah. yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, of helpers. Just trying to help here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the, that just never ends. And in fact, he was doing it for most of the time we were getting this show onto its feet, onto its hooves. Most mm-hmm. of the time we were getting this show it's onto its hooves, hooves, its cloven hooves. He was doing the same thing and directing and writing a lot of Cosmos, the reboot of the old classic science show right, with neil deGrasse with neil deGrasse tyson uh, which if you haven't seen that you should be watching well, that too i can't too. wait to be hanging out at your house with brandon braga and neil deGrasse tyson is that when's that barbecue i well, we should try it I, it's funny i think it's funny because it's like it's amazing to me i kept being worried that his brain the two lobes of of brandon's brain would actually split right before my eye in fact now that i think about it, maybe that's what's been happening to him because you know cosmos is not just science it's like the religion of science you know, science as the explanation of everything, and you don't need, and there's, and everything else is nonsense kind of science. And Salem is kind of the opposite of that. It's kind of like reality is totally not what you think. Even science is really magic. Everything is really sword well, and sorcery. There are both ways to uh, science and magic and religion and yeah. witchcraft, or, or all these things are ways to explain the world. Yeah. You know, to try and figure out how it That's works. That's right. And, and I am like the, 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 bizarro universe or the antimatter version of a Carl Sagan or a Neil deGrasse Tyson in my own personal beliefs, which are infused in Salem. Will you make up your own... Uh, I beg to differ, you, you, sir, you, Mr. Jansen. No, no, no. You don't I, make up your own cosmology? I, I draw from the finest existent cosmologies that have almost ever been. Oh, I may embellish them a bit, buffet. but... Uh, uh, I am as as embedded in 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 yeah I I generally in fact am quite opposed to that just pulling I I feel like you can tell when stuff like that is just totally made up. In fact, when people watch Salem, when the seven people out there who want to see this actually find it, I figure out what WGN is seven. and watch it. But what you're saying is this stuff is it's based, all true. It's based on the iceberg. Of storage space, it's, it is. You know what it is? Here's what it is. I'm going to use another great, our, our favorite phrase from that we don't get to use often enough: consensus reality. 
See, these Neil deGrasse Tyson people, they actually believe there is a reality, whereas they're just, they've got their consensus reality, which is all based on the uh, ever-marching triumph of science and technology, and mm -hmm. which is a God about as much ultimate truth value as the Old Testament, which is not that much. Uh, what we do in Salem, I'm not necessarily saying it's true, but you were seeing what the people then believed was true. I don't mean that the events are that way, that, okay, the people they thought were witches are actually witches, because it's not. And I don't want to give anything away, no spoiler alerts necessary, but the witches are not who you think they are. What I am saying is we are not watching them through a telescope and looking at their crazy beliefs. We're doing it as if all of their beliefs were true. So we're still dealing in a period for whom science is just being born, and it's actually being born out of magic, hmm. right? It's one of the things, and, and so the, this takes place in that world where we are fully occupying the worldview, the magical, occult, supernatural. I don't like that word. Worldview um, of the period. I'm not sure, but are you saying that science is kind of building the foundation of itself behind the scenes under? the world by just trying to find it's making things true by trying to find them out and that well it's that's uh, yes uh, and it's certainly true that uh, that that there is no opposition between in the especially in the period i'm interested in that the show grows out of that kind of 15th 16th 17th science century. at that time was pretty science thought a lot of crazy stuff at that time not just that that every step it took was a step coming out of magical and occult thinking so newton is an alchemist and he's a prophet and he's trying to read all the weird occult signs and robert boyle who's and they and hard the guys who are discovering the circulation of the blood all the great the great rash we think of as the great giants of reason and science they didn't see themselves that way or they did but they also saw lots of things that we would think of as being completely unscientific and reasonable as being part of that mm-hmm and not only that, they were part and parcel. They they were inseparable. That that was how they came at these things. Well, right, but science really is just the scientific method that you come up with a hypothesis and then you test it and then if it's verifiable and repeatable and then you adjust your hypothesis based on the data that you get from your experiment and that process continues on and on we get further and further down the road. And so what you're describing is... I see you have drank in the Kool-Aid. A long time ago. And <laughs> no, you're right. I, I, that's a good distinction you're making, that science is really a method. It's meant to be. And Neil says this all the time. He even says it in Cosmos. It's meant to be a method, not a collection of knowledge, not a bunch of facts, right, but, but it's, a method. It's a you're method, right. Or it's a compass. Yeah. And so it's taking us would, down. This is this is what I was trying to say yes. earlier about creating the world. It's taking like us that. down a road that started before these days in Salem and taken us up to this point. Yes. But the idea that it's taken us down the only possible road or the only yes. possible explanation for everything that's going on, or maybe there's an alternative uh, universe or, or timeline where we could have gone if we hadn't used that compass to get where we are now. Yes, there are prophets, but self-fulfilling prophets. If you're not already smoking pot, <laughs> I suggest... Smoke if you got it. Uh, or at least vape, for God's yeah. sakes, vape. It's time to start your... Gentlemen, start your vaping. Uh, and, and actually, we will be getting into some in a fun way, because I know this is fun, uh, of this stuff on Salem. One of the best characters on Salem 
is a very reimagined vision of Cotton Mather, you know, who most people know as a fat guy with a wig. If you know him at all, yeah, thank you. you because know. when you said most people know, a lot of people were like, "Wait a minute, I Wait, shouldn't be listening. I should not to this. be listening to this. I don't know." Who Come on, he's a famous guy in American history. He wrote some of the first American histories. Is he the guy in the oatmeal box? He looks a lot like that guy. Except that guy was a Quaker, and Cotton Mather probably would have hung that guy. Okay. You know, though actually not. Cotton Mather kind of liked Quakers. He had a he had a kind of affection for them. But we've made him young and cool and handsome. And Seth Gable, who you might know from Fringe and other great shows, plays uh, the young dynamic Wait Cotton Mather. Fringe is the one. Was that a Brandon Braga show? No, that's no. a J.J. Abrams show. Fringe is the one where there's the kooky father, kooky father and son scientists that discover an alternate. That's that's fringe. I believe that's fringe. That? Yeah. I believe that's fringe. And is he, so he's the younger. He plays Cotton Mather. And he, but he's the younger scientific guy. On that? Is he? You don't know. Well, I would have to admit that I've not actually watched right. the show then, Google which would be hard. It's too late yeah. for us to understand it in the context of this show. <laughs> and because Seth will hear this, go, wait, you mean you cast me this without having ever, I saw some clips from it, you know, but I didn't see the show. Right. I didn't see well, the show. Well, it's like a marriage, you know. I don't really care what my wife was up to before we got together. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it's great. Uh, that's he was, good. He was who he was when you married him, but now... Right. Now I see what you're saying. Okay, I was, it was taking me a while to catch up with that metaphor. Yeah. 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 It's maybe because you didn't smoke out like I told you a couple <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> it's probably true. But also because I was at the same time trying to test that. I was trying to use the, the scientific method that you just taught me, and I was trying to test that hypothesis... Against my own experience and wondering, did I really not care what my wife had been up to? And realize it depends what you mean by care, because actually I totally cared. That doesn't mean it was a deal breaker, but she I definitely wanted to know. She was when yeah. you met her, but right. I mean, you d- you're not going to go back and. I would have definitely now. watched her show, though. Do you know what yeah, I mean? If there was the well, show would, of your wife it or my wife's choice. before, I mean, you would. Me, I had to watch all of that stuff that my wife. <laughs> Wait a second. In your wife's case, it was a show. Yeah, my, I saw that show. I watched a lot of the things my wife did. Yeah, before, on in show business. But yeah, as far as her escapades, but that was a show too. Yeah, it was a one woman show. It was a good show. I yeah, well, that, that was that was that. Yeah, so I am familiar with some of those escapades. Anyway, I, I take your point. Uh, so the lead actor, oh, is a well, he's one of the leads Cotton in there. Mather but I say it only because Con Mather. What's cool is because he's. A religious fanatic, but he's also a proto scientist. His his study is filled with, you know. And we have it was a lo- back when you could be a proto scientist. Now you're. Even I a would scientist, be exactly, or exactly. you're a student. See, or you're a and I would have rather be a proto scientist. I don't want to yeah. be a scientist. I want to be in the in the being. So one of the things we've I did done. Too, if this room says anything, it says proto. It, it looks a lot like Cotton's room, which are based on what they used to call back then the cabinets of curiosity. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm sitting now in the Johansson Cabinet of Curiosity. Would everyone have a Cabinet of Curiosity? Oh, no. You'd have, first off, you'd have to have a lot of money, and you'd also have to have a lot of curiosity. Mm-hmm. And, and not everybody had curiosity. You might think, well, that's everybody. Everybody. No. This is what makes it connected to early science and all this. So what being would you curious put in the cabinet about of curiosity. An example. interesting rock you found, uh, some beetles, some insects, uh, some strangely shaped leaf that seemed to be done in the shape of the Pope. And would you, you know? be the curator of your cabinet of curiosity? Everybody is the curator of their own cabinet of curiosity. But exactly. So, for example, if you came over and I said, hey, Adam, I want you to see this new thing. That exactly. Not only that, I might have written you a letter. You know, I would have sent a letter. I would sort have of sent a message to say, Jake, you must come immediately. I found a seashell with the most interesting spiral shape in it that I'm added to my collection you must come observe it 
mm-hmm. and and help me figure out if it's a sign of the impending apocalypse. But when I came over and I got into your cabinet of curiosity and we were looking yeah. at that seashell and then I glanced to my left yeah. and I would I be allowed to say to you, "Hey man, that is that's a bottle cap." <laughs> you might call me on that. Yeah, that doesn't really it would be. Yeah. And it would, it would also have man-made things and objects of nature and or of magic. I might have a unicorn's horn in there. You know? <laughs> Maybe. 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 Right? If you had a unicorn's horn. Okay. I. You know what? This is a mistake that I made <laughs> when I moved out of my parents' house. They had a box of all my shit from when I was Including, kid, And yeah. they threw away the unicorn's horn. That's right. And it turns out. Those are super rare. Super rare. If you had that now, you could be on an eBay. You could name your price. I, I would be a series of talk shows. I'd be That's flying right. around the world. That's right. Uh, or some like Saint's Relic. You know, you might have had like a little piece of Jesus's foreskin mm-hmm. or something. You know, yeah. in an elaborate little box. Yeah. I used to. I used to let everybody touch Jesus's foreskin, <laughs> but I found out that it was damaging to it. It's so now it's just in a jar. You right. can only look at it. You can only look at it. Um, or a piece of writing, you know, um, uh, manuscripts would be in there. Every, you know, everything grows out of these cabinet curiosities. We only have libraries and museums and things like that now because certain individuals back then had their cabinets of curiosity. I myself live in a bit of a cabinet of curiosity, as you know, and that's always curious, been an ideal. Yeah. It's kind of an ideal for me that form of baroque knowledge or non-knowledge that's that's nice see my phone went off and now your phone is yeah, yeah this uh, is a, this is a good one really important podcast <laughs> um she accepted mine with i think a, a, a debt a creditor calling to say hey you still owe us from back then before you had your show when you were you know yeah well he can wait he, uh, he's he already wait. waited he can keep you're waiting al- you already did your modern sorcery by exactly exactly how's that feel it doesn't do it uh so Cotton Mather, one of the discoveries I made in working on this show, and the only reason I'm in the entertainment business is because it actually justifies my cabinet of curiosity and the kind of pointless research I'd like to do anyway. Oh, it's so awesome at your house. If you hadn't had a son, it would really be suspicious. You know, if you didn't have kids. <laughs> I mean, there's yeah, so and I didn't have kids till quite recently, so no, it was know, pretty suspicious now, for a long time. But the idea of all those, just all those action figures, yeah, and we do comic have a lot of books, and we do have a lot of that. books. But then now I'm realizing that I have not. Um, I, I may have not had a good enough rating system on some of that. How do you mean? You know, in terms of what he, sh- what they, what he should see, what he should not see. Oh, you might have exposed him to some things before yeah. his time. Could be too late. Yeah, for him. Well, I apologize in advance if my son grows up to commit any foul acts in the world. I think we're pretty safe. He's I got a good heart. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. He's a good, he's kid. A good kid. I like him, and we're still years away from <sighs> realizing. That you are the coolest dad in the world. He just thinks of you as your as his dad. Yeah. But there is a point in his life when he's going to realize, like, not everyone has all that great. Not stuff I have that right. It's he did get a lot of good stuff from that, uh, and my daughter enjoys it too. She has a somewhat different aesthetic, you know, than 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 his and than mine. But and and she's more, more of a beauteous. sorcery than a sword person. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But she does. But also, what's tricky because. Uh, she does take a lot of the same stuff. Like she's inherited a lot of my toys, but more the you're right, the fairy magic, that, which I also had. Mm-hmm. He immediately went for the a lot of the war stuff. So the other day, he was desperate to play war. You know, with all the little tanks, and I'm particularly glad that I passed on to him a certain thing about World War II. That's normal for our generation, but, you know, maybe wouldn't be necessarily these for his, today. these kids today. What, what, but he, what war do they want to play? Well, I wanted that. Even, well, even when we, you and I were kids, it's not like we were like, let's go out, let's go outside and play Vietnam, which was the war that was going on. We were going to go out and play World War II. 
Of course, it was like Achilles Heroes version of World War II well, that had well, a bit of Vietnam would, in it. I mean, look, did you I play was, Vietnam? I hey, are still, you going to be the? Na- are you going to be the? You know, well, Cowboys. going to be Charlie or Fantastic Four? We did a lot of Fantastic. We did Cowboys and Indians. We did. We don't think I ever played Fantastic Four. I read Fantastic Four. We're going to play it, and we definitely played War. And it would be Germans or Nazis. I mean, Nazis or Americans. You know, who wants? To we didn't even play Nazi. What kind of? Yeah, he said they had the good uniforms, the good weapons. The good. See, you weren't Jewish. See, as a you, you kind of you know, speaking as a Jew growing up, it was a great fascination with the Germans. You're Jewish and you wanted to be the Nazis. Well, yeah, yes, and I think time, gentlemen, <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah, that explains a lot right there. And it's uh, sure yeah. they they had the better tanks. You know, they looked they had the better uniform. They had those. Uh, you know, what do you name? What's his name? The great designer designed their uniforms. You know. Uh, oh, was which guy was that? It was uh, one of the famous ones from now, isn't it? Yeah. He's still still out there, or at least his work is still out there. Not, Hugo Boss. I think it might it be Hugo, Hugo Boss? Boss. I think it might be, too. Yeah. But, Did those nice SS uniforms? Yeah. I think I have a pair of underwear that he designed that does just have a slightly kind of SS Teutonic. Teutonic quality to it, you know? Uh, Teutonic or Titanic? Yeah. Ooh. If, if only... The Teutons had built the Titanic. Yeah, these are the biggest pair of underwear ever made. <laughs> exactly. They were. They will be indestructible. Everyone uh, one of them has gone down. Uh, I mentioned only to say that then I try. She wanted to play too, but she did not understandably. My daughter does want to play the war. I said, well, let's bring your magic. Let's bring some of your guys. Bring the fairies and your guys. Out too. She's like, yeah, yeah. And he got so upset because it was defying his sense of realism. To suddenly have the fairies and the other creatures in, you know, interacting with the tanks and the Spitfires and, and his die-cast Metal World War II toys. So for a moment, it was really going to get out of control. But then, fortunately, because that's – I tried to say, no, no, okay, but this is – I like both these things. These things can play together and should play together. He was resistant until she made the genius move of bringing out some of her cuddly stuffed animals – using their comparatively enormous size compared to his tanks and planes and said, told him that those were like Godzilla. That he got instantly. And then it became a pretty good game of tanks and planes versus like giant teddy bears the size of Godzilla. And that is what it's going to be like later when the singularity happens and we all go into the fantasy encyclopedia of everything. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Are you ready for the singularity? Um. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, my understanding... Do you have your kit? Do you have your singularity kit? My understanding ready? is you don't have to get ready. It just happens? It just happens. Yeah. It's going to be a relief. I just saw a trailer for, like, the movie, because a bunch of people are making movies about the singularity, and I'm like, okay, good. This is going to get me ready. And I the, I saw a little trailer for it. It doesn't look fun. I mean, the movie looks fun, but the singularity doesn't look like a good time. At least not the way they're imagining it. Well, right. It looks like we're back to the Hell 9000 Crossword Godzilla. It looks like the, they don't want good things for us. They're going to like make us into meat puppets or something. Yeah, well, look. This, what's happening now, didn't seem like a good idea to the Neanderthals. I, I, you know what? I have some sympathy with their point of view, i got to say. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's going to be painful for us, but there's going to be another version of us that's inside the thing. You know, and they're going to be happy? Get, for 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 a short period of time, there'll be you, and then yeah. there'll be the downloaded version of you into the computer, and those will be in the those cloud. Will be simul- for a simultaneous instant, there'll be the meet you and the digital right. you. Oh, okay, and then you'll just. I already missed the meet the meet me. I'm just even thinking about that makes me sad. But that's the meet you talking. <laughs> It's the you're right. It is the meet me talk. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I deny that. It's it, not, I can't. It's can't. true. Yeah, 
the but, digital you is going to have a kind of an eye-rolling reaction to, to meet you. Just or, or I, but see, okay, here's my prediction. Meet me's prediction is not going to work that way. It's going to be you is going to have that Homer Simpson's like no, no, yeah, oh, I should have kept my body. He's, no, he's going to be like he's going to be like he's going to wish he had like vinyl. You know, it's going to be like the vinyl thing. It'd be like, oh man, it was so cool when they had bodies and they could die. And and they could taste well, certain we'll things that we can't recreate. taste we'll anymore. Probably create meat versions of ourselves. But it's never been the same. It's not going to have that analog with grain. A piece of the full singularity. There you go. And then we'll have them fall in love and have sex with each other. And then eventually they'll die and then go back to be part of the singularity. In fact, who's to say that hasn't already happened? <laughs> I did. I think I read about that in the book of Genesis. No, well, that's the uh, simulation theory too. That this is all a simulation. I don't know if you've heard that little thing. Is that a, my oh, favorite show, Joe Rogan? Joe podcast. Rogan's podcast. I see. And was there any substances involved in the generation of that particular theory? I think that those guys have have kind of had some enlightened epiphanic epiphanic epiphany epiphanic epiphanies up your epiphany. Yeah, <laughs> I think that they've uh, they had they know, some ep- they they've had some, some epiphanies and on. an epiphanic but type. Yeah, moment. the idea that this that what we're living right now is yeah. is the we're inside the matrix, and right. the reality is is that there is this. When we die here inside the matrix, we just go ahead and back to being our digital, all-knowing little selves. Right. Is that, a com- is that a comforting thought or a, a, Well, look, you know. it's, everything is comforting compared to the it's over. You just go back. You just ashes to ashes, dust to dust. I mean, how satisfying is that? It makes me, you know, you don't want to wrap up the podcast when, when that, <laughs> Not, you know, imagine like, It's hey, true. Let's leave people talking, on more. We walk out there and it's, it's <laughs> infinite <laughs> nothingness. Infinite nothingness. No. Now, how do you like the show, everybody? Oh, wow. <laughs> what a, what a, you really harshed my mellow with that one. Oh, man, what a downer. I finally get my own TV show, and I have to be reminded that it's all going to return to nothingness. Well, that's what I always think of when I think about my, uh, what is it, Cabinet of Curiosity? Yeah. My Cabinet of Curiosity or your Iceberg Museum of yeah. Storage-Spaced Archive. Yeah, things. yeah, my Wunderkammer. That's all going to go, that's all going to become someone else's thing. Yeah, but see, nothing. that I don't mind, as long as it becomes somebody else's. Like, But it won't. You know. it'll, become, it'll become someone else's. Whoever gets to be in charge of that won't be you and so they'll start carving off little pieces of it yeah that's true giving away but i don't mind that because a lot of pieces of my library my cabinet are all come from other people's old shit anyway and most of them are theoretical really you haven't even visited them you're paying rent for stuff that could have burned down you know what that guy could be ripping me off right now i was thinking about that just the other day in a more paranoid moment of like how do i even know but he's a good guy. He wouldn't have done that to me. When you say he's a good guy, do you have it stored? It's, are you paying for storage at some person's house? <laughs> no, but, but the person whose little business that is, you know, does seem to have moved a couple times. But he took my stuff with him. You mean it's not an official, like, you store it or... Uh, well, I didn't store it. Pod, I mean, they stored it. us or something. But it's not a... Is it just like a mom and pop storage company? Well, it's a it's certainly not a large corporate enterprise, put it that way. Mm-hmm. But uh uh it was one of these ones w- where it was like they would bring the truck, they would pack it up and they would take it and store it and they had both the truck and the storage facility. Now, is it one where you can call them and say, "Hey, bring that box yeah. over because I want to rummage through it." And it's a lot, but it's a lot. It's like 100 boxes, so it's a big thing. Here's what I'm going to do. If I box or 100 boxes, boxes. boxes. I've got 100 boxes that are how big? Well, like book size boxes. Book boxes. 
Oh, but aren't they in another bigger box? Or uh, No, they're in a storage. I don't, I don't know. But I, that's what I'm saying is you can get a pod that's the size yeah, of yeah. this room and it's full of the 100 boxes. And yeah, but I didn't whole, do that. I don't think it was done. Like, it could be like that, but I don't think it is like that because this was in the pre-pod. <laughs> I don't. Is- but here, I just want to say this right now. If I get a second season on the show, that's the first thing I'm going to do. I'm going to get all that stuff moved closer. I might put a pod... Like in your backyard. If I figure if I put one pod in your backyard, one pod in my backyard, I could probably fit them all, right? How many boxes can you fit in a pod? You can go to Home Depot right now and buy one of those little prefab sheds for four or 500 bucks and yeah. put that in your backyard and stick all that crap in it. But you think you can get 100 boxes in there? And could I keep the water out? Is it going to stay dry? And the rats? Is it going to stay dry at the place where it is? It I mean, better that's be. The thing. This guy is probably drinking coffee and watching... <laughs> You know, Salem leaks. We hope. Dream. Yeah, he's probably watching on some terrible TV. Yeah, probably, that he, probably. That he's I'd like to bring this back, especially because that's got all. It's got some. It's, there's some books there we want back. It's like all my all my science fiction, all my fiction, all, all my alchemy books. I got all my alchemy. I know. Well, the next time, the next season's going to have a lot of alchemy in it. I next, need those books. Next time you're on the podcast, it's not going to be as long as it took to get you on this time. But the next no. time, I want to come over and we can do a tour. Oh, well, we could do a virtual tour of the back of the back house. Yeah, the back of the back house. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Beyond the terrible bathroom, <laughs> the back house has got the good bathroom. You call it the good bathroom, but it, it it's not good. Who's in charge of cleaning it? Oh, it's pretty clean at the moment. You haven't been there for a while. It's okay. pretty clean because my cousin was living back there, so he kept it a bit clean. He's and then the cleaning person. lady was it? Not that much, but. Um, you're right. It's not that clean, but it's but it's a nicer bathroom than the bathroom up mm-hmm. there. Okay, look, we got, I have a shitty house, but it's a nice plot. You know, it's a good spot. You're in a good spot of the planet. You're in a good spot. I'm in a good spot. I got the worst house in the best spot. You could have Brandon and Neil deGrasse Tyson over for. I've certainly had Brandon. I don't know about Neil, but I, you know, like I say, I got the worst spot. I got the worst house in the best spot. Isn't that the the right calculation to make? It's a good neighborhood. That's what they say. You, you know, want the you want the best, the worst house in the best. You want to buy the worst house in that's, the best neighborhood, but you don't want to make sure it always stays the worst house. That's in the, the best part I miss. Because see, I bought the worst house in the best neighborhood, and then you and they forget, and I've maintained. Right. I thought that was the point. Yeah, you could actually. The neighborhood has even gotten better enough that you could get your you could fix your house up, and it could still be the worst house in the neighborhood. You know, what I'm saying you've got yeah. room. You've got, got room a lot to of upgrade room to without and endangering this my worst house in the neighborhood. Yeah. Status. yeah. Yeah, the little fence out front. But no, I that's fall always falling down. I, 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 I have plans. I have grandiose plans and schemes. Who does just give me a give me a few years on the air. My understanding is after the singularity, those fantasies and plans and dreams will be instantaneously fulfilled. And yet somehow unreal because there will be no meat involved or They'll wood be or anything. Satisfactory else. to the meet you, but he will be gone. He'll be gone. <laughs> I think maybe I'm preparing for this in the transition from smoking to vaping. Because I have a feeling that vaping is like the virtual reality version of smoking. It looks like smoking. It seems like smoking, but don't I let it fool you. It's really, not really smoking. I, now, this maybe is a good way for us to kind of bring it around to the barn to shut the gate on the finale of the podcast. But I don't really <laughs> understand the whole vaping, smoking I feel like because I just puffed your vape thing, yeah. which has nicotine. It did have in nicotine, it. In it, yeah, and it tasted like pipe smoke. Yeah. You okay, know, but it I doesn't... can explain it to you in the simplest of terms, right. it, depending on your frame of reference. Ha, 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 have you actually uh, ever smoked pot? 
Yes, but a long time ago. Long time ago. I know you don't do that anymore. It just wasn't good. It wasn't, it wasn't good, good for, for me. Okay. Kind of and out. back in those days when you did that, did you also ever eat it? I did, but that, but I didn't uh, do that enough times, or it's long enough ago that I can't remember. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm up- so if I make a distinction between the two, it's not really gonna. It's not really gonna. I've mean only a heard lot people talk about that distinction. But- <sighs> so the distinction, okay, and you, gosh, you were a clean liver, ladies and gentlemen. He's a clean because you're not really a cigarette smoker either. I was a cigarette smoker for a were long you? time, but I quit. Right Just cold turkey, recent, or did you near when I met you when I, when I was around when I got married? And did you when you quit? Did you just quit or did you chew the gum? No, I just quit. Quit. So you're a man. You're a man of iron. I'm. Ch- I've started chewing the nicotine gum now because I kind of feel like it's fun. I like the the what it. It's a kind of a sharpening up thing. There's no. It's so well I'll have proven. A piece of nicotine gum before I go on stage. Sometimes, not sometimes. All the time. But I'll do that sometimes. Uh, yeah, I, it, it's a it's a proven cognitive enhancer. Put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Yeah. Uh, the, smoking, which is terrible for you, regardless of what you're smoking, it's probably terrible for you. Is not only a strangely efficient delivery system for whatever you're delivering. Um, it, it, it's quite instantaneous and. Here's another big word, thermostatic. You, you have a lot of control over it. You can adjust the dial pretty easily. You know, when you're smoking a cigarette, if you're puffing faster and shallower, uh, it, it's actually ramping you up. And if you're le- taking longer, slower, deeper inhales, it actually slows you down, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's less true if it's, um, you know, cannabis uh-huh. say that you were smoking than tobacco. My point being, when you eat a substance like that, it, the system, but the, the method by which it gets into your and affects it takes your longer. It's longer takes longer and, and is somehow removed. You don't have that direct control over that. Strangely, my own experience is that the vapor, though it looks like you're smoking, works more like you're eating. Because mm. mm. you know why? It actually isn't. I don't think being delivered the same way through like your lungs and well, blood. I think well, it's like your mouth and everything. To- the well, things that I've learned listening to the Joe Rogan podcast is that uh, it's more it, it the marijuana when you eat it 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 has a more of a hallucinogenic effect yes that's you, definitely because true it, because it interacts with your system in a completely different way that's right so it's not just that you've slowed it down because it takes less time to get into your system by smoking than eating it's also it the chemical reaction the way your body is processing it is yeah. also complete. Which makes sense if you think about it. When you breathe, no, I think it is. Oh, it is totally the smoking, the vaping. It's it is because no, it isn't though. Because when you're vaping, you're actually eating. It's being absorbed through your skin and through your tongue and through your saliva and all those things. You are, but I don't think that's how it's getting there. Google it. We'll have to Google it. But and, and it makes sense to me because when you eat, look, when you breathe, look the way you're designed. You you breathe in, you breathe out. You breathe in, you breathe out. It's not that big a deal. When you eat something, you own it, for a while at least. Do you know what I mean? It really becomes a part of you, at least until you move it out and out. That was a good analogy that I got in this doctor newsletter that I get, that our bodies, we think of our bodies as, you know, when you put something in your mouth, it's going inside your body. Mm. But really the way to think about it is that whole tract from your mouth to your anus is outside your body. You're a donut. And Whoa. and it's only when it's ab- the only the part that's absorbed into your digestive part, tra- into your bloodstream, oh. is inside of you. The rest of it is actually outside of you. It just is inside this long hole. 
I wish I could have more control over what stayed in the hole versus what got in. That would be ideal. We should be working on that. You wish you could. You wish you could put things in your mouth, but not digest them. <laughs> well, there are things like that. If you eat pieces of wood or little plastic balls or, or metal balls, or well, rocks. just because the things that you have that are supposedly not good for you, but that taste good. The idea of it, the, the fact that they taste good means that them going through the donut hole is pleasurable, but the part that got inside you is not so good. You don't right? want it. Well, that's like that. Uh, you know that fat substitute stuff that they. Oh have yeah, less exactly. Turn out to be a disaster. Like you right? Digest it, and so it would cause these liquid. Ooh. Parts that you would have because it was because it's literally just dribbling, seeping through oh, you until it leaks yeah, out. You don't want that. You don't really you want. Don't. I what don't you're want asking that. for, you don't really want. I don't. But what That's you're so asking true. For yeah, is going to be a no problemo situation in the singularity. Yes, bingo, Ringo. <sighs> it's a you know. Let's hope so. Yeah, let's hope so. Well, Adam. I feel like this is enough for one conversation. <laughs> Probably. You, more, I feel, I, did you enjoy your experience? I did. I did. Podcast? I can't know. What was I waiting for? Uh, you know? Because no, I didn't have why? anything to, to talk about. You, know, you didn't to, what? I didn't, what? I didn't know what we... I didn't have anything to talk about before. I think when you re-listen to this, and I know you will, <laughs> you'll find yeah. that we talked less about the thing you thought that you talked about. Yeah. Than oh, thought. good. Which is how it should be. Yes. Yeah. I feel more like I do now than I did when we started. <laughs> wow. It's so true so true uh well thank you for having me here in your cabinet of curiosity and next time we'll do uh, it your cabinet of curiosity excellent and i think we uh, we got to start describing more of the things that, that that are in here or maybe just seeing if people can get I've it i've offered it up to as a thing when people come over if you want to pick something out i'll tell you the story behind yeah. it but so far people kind of i think are a little overwhelmed by all this crap in here, uh, but not me because like i'm used everybody to everybody must talk about it and so let's not talk about it but um <laughs> I keep kicking that thing. That is that what that is? Yeah. Oh. It's these uh, metal... It's, it's Okay, well, you, well, are, you should talk about those. These pound Indian clubs that I actually bought For from clubbing Joe Indians. Rogan's website, onit.com. It's this fitness website. Oh, oh, my God. That's heavy. Yeah, it's 10 pounds. And I bought... I, so, so, those are, so, I, so that's to be clear, those are not for juggling. No, they're for working out. They're for working right. out. And right. I just, like I said, I'm a fan of his okay. show and I'm a, I'm a... And is he a fitness buff? Yeah, 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 he is. I thought he was more of a conspiracy theorist. He he is a uh, Renaissance man, in a, in in the true sense of whatever the Renaissance you think we're having right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's yeah. His his show. Yeah. I highly recommend. Uh, um, I recommend this show. Yes. Well, and I, I and I recommend this show, and I thank people for listening to this show, and I yes. thank you for being on this show. And thank I you for having you me right now. That if we have time. We go down and we check out the remodelation of the local coffee place. Oh, it sounds good. And then we can talk about it next time. Okay. High five. Uh, high five. <laughs> nice. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Check out Salem this week. Uh, you can download it for free, I guess, right, so on the iTunes uh, or wherever. You can watch the pilot for free, and then you got to get the rest of the episodes. But you can set your uh, DVR TV thing to record that. And don't forget to strap on your knife and uh, load your gun before the show because things could get dangerous. But be careful if you've got anybody returning to the house during the show and you don't want to get frightened and accidentally assassinate them because... Ignorance of the law is no excuse. Murder is still illegal.
in all 50 states. So proceed with caution. Enjoy yourselves. I will talk to you next week. Please do not give up. There will be plenty of time to give up later, and I hope that all of your fantasies are bright and happy. Until we meet again, adieu.